I mean, we could just open like, oh God, Norm, Norm isn't, he's in the Shadow Realm. We gotta get him out. <laughs> we gotta get Norm back. I mean, like an opening joke, but you know what? That works fine too. That that is that is the opening. <laughs> we got we got we got to talk about a mid Sonic game to get Norm back. <laughs> I mean, we should probably explain um, our our prolonged, uh, what you call it, our prolonged absence since our our, our small hiatus. Yeah. Eh. I mean, yeah, we've done longer. We 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 were we were off the air for like a whole year before coming back. What's uh, what's a couple weeks? <laughs> So welcome to Super Peel Out, the podcast where hedgehogs go fast and the canon doesn't matter. That's right. The canon is just like a recording schedule. That was exactly what I was going to say. Let's go! I'm JT Duckman. Norm Norm is in the Shadow Realm this this time. uh, we, We tried. We tried to... We tried to get him back, but uh, he's stuck in, uh, what was the dimension in Sonic Forces? The, the, the area that you're stuck in for, like, ten seconds before you double boost right out? No idea. Sonic Forces, bad level. I was just gonna show up, this is gonna bring up all of them! What was the dimension called? Dimension. The. 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 What's it called? The, it's like the silent realm. Or something. Sonic Force. What the frick? Uh, null space. He was in null. He's in null space. That's that's where that's where Norm is. Anyways, um, today we are talking about Sonic Lost World, a video game that definitely happened, and we have definitely played. Well, you have played it. <laughs> we have definitely played. Uh, <laughs> Well, I never had a to the point where I just stopped playing the mainline Sonic games. I just never got around to it, so yeah. The last one I played was uh, whatever the one before that was. Colors, right? Ge- no, Generations. Generations. Yes. Um, were you were you at least interested in uh, Sonic Lost World when it was coming out? Well, again, Did I it look appealing? So there was no way I could play it, but. Uh... But but you weren't even like, oh man, if I ever get a Wii U, I'm gonna give this one a try. It looked visually interesting. Yeah, I mean, I remember the... When they were announcing it, because I believe it was part of a three-game deal to put Sonic on Wii U. And it, we got Lost World, we got Mario and Sonic at the Sochi 2014 Olympic Games, that was the one. Um... 
Which again, that, that felt really weird because it's like that's not really a Sonic game as much as it's like its own weird thing. Like, what does, is, is Mario and Sonic a Mario game or a Sonic game? It's a crossover. Yeah, right. It doesn't that doesn't necessarily make it a Sonic game? So that was a weird one to include as the three, and then the last of the three was Sonic Boom, and the less we talk about that game, the better. <laughs> we should do an episode on it though, because <laughs> there's a lot to say. I'm good. I'm gonna need to actually play through that one. That's one of the no, few Sonic games no, I have not I have not played. I own it. I just haven't gotten around to playing Sonic Boom. Why do you own it? Uh because I own I actually own a surprising amount of Wii U games. I have like fifty or sixty physical copies of Wii U games. Like I pretty much I pretty much have every game worth buying physically on that system and it's like a whole third of the library because there's only like a hundred and something games that got released physically but anyways i have played pikmin 3 that game's really good i like it yeah i mean i guess i could buy it on switch i was meaning to at some point yeah just so many good switch games and now pikmin that's time to get yeah i need to get pikmin 4 but I'm probably not going to be able to afford it when it comes out, but... Like, the story in Pikmin doesn't matter too much, right? I can yeah. skip through. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Literally, it doesn't matter. Um, I think they call back to the previous games with 3 and... I mean, 2 has the same protagonist. 2 is kind of a, like a direct sequel of 1. But 3 is kind of like its own thing. I don't know, 4's probably going to be like 3 was. It really, like, Pikmin's more about the gameplay than the story. Just like Sonic! Sonic the Lost World. That was that was my attempt at a segue. Yeah, I remember when the game came out. I guess, where the hell do we start when we talk about Sonic Lost World? Because, like... There's a surprising a... amount of stuff to talk about. Eh, not really. I'm going to be real with you. Not really. That game really came and went. I, I remember when it came out, I bought it, I beat it in like two days, and I was like, huh. It didn't really live, leave a lasting impression on me, I would say. I mean, it was, there's some cool things that Lost World does, but it's not really fun. <laughs> it's, I kind of get, I, I, it's a... I'd say it's better than Forces, though, but I'd put them on, like, the same level. I would put, like, if, if there was, like, a tier list of Sonic games, like, Lost World and Forces would be on the same tier. But I'll probably, like, I still think Lost World is a little bit better than Forces. Which I know it really isn't exactly high praise, but, you know. So, like, is something similar to the aliens from uh, Colors in this? The Wisps? Yeah. Um, okay. So, Sonic Lost World, it does have its own Wisps. They brought them back, but they don't really play, like, a part in the story. They're just kind of there to give Sonic new power-ups. And most of them don't control well. <laughs> it was weird that the game is on the Wii U, because it doesn't really use a lot of the Wii U's gimmicks. Like, I remember there is like, a, there's, like, a way you can send other players items through Miiverse, but that's kind of it, and you use, like, the gyro on the, on the gamepad for some of the Wisp powers, 
But other than that, most of the thing, most of the time, the gamepad is just showing like a map of the level, and it's not even like a real map. It's just like a line. It's more like a YouTube progress bar than it is a actual map, and you can just use it to get through the levels. Um, I think visually, Sonic Lost World is really cool though, because like the the level thematically, the levels are literally brain dead. Like the the actual themes of each level is pretty un uninspired, but the actual like aesthetic of it looks really nice. I like how colorful it is. I like how the enemies in the game are actually all classic badniks. There's no uh like generic Eggman robots. It's like all kind of callbacks. Like there's like moto bugs and choppers and like the little bug guys and like, pretty much all the bad guys, like, all the generic enemies are taken from the Mega Drive games, which I think is really cool because you never really get to see them in 3D, so that looks fun. And about but... some egg pawns. I th yeah, there are egg... Oh, yeah, that reminds me, because the egg pawns, they put a weird mechanic... That's the other weird thing. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it uh, later, but... Uh, Sonic Lost World has a lot of just random mechanics that they just threw in there for some reason and the egg pawns exist to pretty much serve the one of those mechanics uh, but i do like the enemy designs and i do like the aesthetic like it looks all angular you know like everything looks very stylized in a really cool way i would love to see a game i want to see a game with like frontiers is like open zone level structure but with the aesthetic of Sonic Lost World. Because I think Sonic Lost World, like, looking at it as a game, it looks very Sonic-y. And I like that about it. It looks kind of like Sonic Heroes, in a way. Where it feels like they tried to modernize Mega Drive Sonic. In a sort of stylistic and fun manner. And I really like that about the game. But... Um, I do wish they had better level themes because a lot, one of the one of the biggest complaints I saw everyone say about the game is that they were like, "Oh, this is just a Mario game, but with Sonic," and it's very true because it's a very it's a lot slower paced, and like the level the 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 actual world themes, the environments that you're in in each world is just literally a Mario game. Like, you have the the grass world for level 1, and then you go to a desert, and then you go to a beach, and then you go to an ice level, and then you go to a jungle, and then you go to a canyon, and then you go... or It's either a canyon or a sky level, and then you go to a lava world, and it's like, hmm, where have we seen this exact structure of world themes before? Well, uh, the, uh, the wisps... The Wisps has power-ups, temporary power-ups, it's sort of like, uh, what Mario Odyssey did, right? Kinda. I would say it's probably more like Mario Galaxy, if I were to compare the power-up system, because, like, Mario Galaxy, a lot of the power-ups are just kinda like temporary things, you know, like, boo Mario, you only really need it for the one specific section to get, like, a collectible or something. Whereas Mario Odyssey, the power-ups are, like, more freeform because you just throw your hat on things, and then it just gives you new movement options. Um, 
I think the Wisps are, they're more temporary. Because they're all on a timer, even in, even in Sonic Colors, they were all on timers. Yeah. I don't even remember the Wisps from Lost World. I think there was like, there was like one where you turn into an eagle, and that you, that barely could control. There's one where you turn into like a Dalek's, like a Vortex, and I remember not being able to control that. Then there's another one where you turn into a music note, and I also remember not being able to control that either. So, yeah. I did think the design of the levels were good, though. Well, maybe not. A good, good's a bit stretching it, but it was okay. Because, like, they tried to have this sort of cylindrical sort of platforming. Where it's still a Sonic level, so it's still very linear. But they wanted to have, like, sort of gravity-based, like, planetoid. I'm trying not to say Mario Galaxy here, but kind of like Mario Galaxy. Uh, with its sort of, like, sectioned-off planets that you jump to. So it's just, like, these really long cylinders that you run on top of. Um, which some people like... Some people don't. I believe the same level designers for Lost World were the ones that did Forces. And that doesn't really surprise me because both those, both of those games are pretty bland, linear platforming challenges in terms of its actual level design. But I, I think at least Lost World had some more thought put to it than Forces. So, like, I'm just reading sort of retro. What is this cacophonic yes. conch? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, that has to do with the plot, which um, is classic, classic 2010 Sonic writing here. Um, very, very uh, typical of those games. So the, the plot of the game, right? So we got Eggman. He's got this conch shell. And... He blows in the conch shell, and then there's these little Koopaling-type Mario villains. They're the Deadly Six, and all six of them are just the most well-written, amazing antagonists in any video game. Um, and so Eggman has this conch shell, and if he blows into it, I believe he has control over the Deadly Six. And I remember later on in the plot, Sonic is all like, Screw you, Eggman! And he, like, kicks the conch shell out of Eggman's hands and basically frees the Deadly Six. I think they're called the Zeddy? Yeah. I don't know what. The article says, Sonic intervenes by kicking away the cock into the distance and never to be seen again for the rest of the game. This would be a terrible mistake. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, because... Sonic kicks away the conch shell, the the Deadly Six are freed, and then they're all like, oh, oh, we're gonna turn on you, Eggman, and then they, basically they become the new villains, except they aren't the true villains, because the villain at the end is still Eggman. Um, but, I mean, and then there's like a part where they kidnap Tails, and try to turn Tails into a robot, and then you get, like, this weird section where Sonic is all, like, grieving because he couldn't save Tails in time, and now Tails is going to be turned into a monster. 
And then they just... And then they have this weird kind of cool section where, like, Tails is, like... He's, like, half-robot. He's, like, a cyborg now. And he's, like, I'm going to defeat Sonic. And he's all, like, brainwashed. And you're all, like, oh, no. And then he just kind of says, psych. And they they just kind of be all, like, actually, he was good all along. Because when he was being turned into a robot, he was tempering with his own robot body and made himself good again. Uh, it's just kind of one of those so- like late Sonic plots where it doesn't really want to commit to anything, but it kind of wants to still do things, and it's just like, okay, you know, the plot, Sonic Lost Worlds, it's a game. There is the last paragraph of the plot on Sonic Retro is an entire paragraph about, like, an ending joke about Eggman's mustache. Yeah, they probably did something like that. It's it's the colors writers. So like yeah. The writing is like colors. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, what have you ever had any lasting impressions from the Deadly 6 since you've even if you haven't played the game? Like, what do you what do you think the characters are like? Zavok, like, keeps coming back, right? Yes. They keep bringing him back. They keep bringing Zavok back. I'm so down for it. Well, I mean, wasn't that... Didn't people, like... I remember when the game came out, people really liked the emo guy. The... Yeah? The the gray dude? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... what What do you think about each of them? Because there's... I mean, they're all just kind of stereotypical, right? Yes. <laughs> I wonder why but... Zavik is, like, considered the main one of the Deadly Six. Is he, like, their leader or something? Oh, he is. Yeah, okay. he <laughs> he is. He is the leader of them. But also, he's just kind of like Bowser. Like, he's just a very generic kind of bad guy. They all... There's... You can really tell, like, the brain rot of a Sonic fan by how many members of the Deadly Six they can name. Because they never say their names, like, ever. You have to, like, go out of your way to learn those. Um, and I'm going to oust myself here because I think I know all of them. There's, there's Zavik, who's the red one, and he's, like, this big Bowser, like, just generic cartoon bad guy like oh i'm buff i'm strong and i need power i'm evil i only think for myself because i'm evil and he's pretty boring there's uh there's oh geez okay there's a like a skinny looking pink one i believe his name is zaz and all their names start with z uh and zaz is he's like the crazy one because he's all like angular and like he's like oh i'm crazy you know then there's zomom which is the he's orange he's fat and he likes to eat because he's fat and he's stupid and that's 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 the whole character right there um, there's Master Zick, 
who is like a little he's like a little sphere he's like a light blue sphere and he's like an old guy and he's like i am i am old and because i am old i am wise and you young crickets will never be as good as me which i mean if he is like that if he actually is as good as he says well how come he's not the leader not how come he's the not the leader and zavik is uh maybe he's too old and then there's Xena, who's the girl. She's green, and she's a girl. Her personality is that she's a girl, and she's all like... She's like if you made Rouge the Bat boring, because she's all like, Oh, I love pretty things and, like, jewelry or whatever. Um, And she's just like... She's just a girl, like, sassy girl. She's like, I don't know. Um, and then, uh, his, I, I forget the emo one's name. I think his name is Zor. Something like that. And he's the emo, and he's, his personality is, oh, I'm depressed. Oh, I'm emo. Man, why am I even fighting Sonic? I'm just sad. And that's all of them. They're very, they're very good villains. Shockingly, you got all of them. Oh, God. <laughs> how, oh, no. I was thinking, how long would it be until we have to explain what emo is? Like, is, is that still a subculture? Do kids know emo? Probably. I mean, I don't think... I don't think emo as it was in, like, the 2000s is as prevalent, but I think the concept of, like, emo still is prevalent. It's just, now things are just kind of edgy, but, like, I don't know. I think, I think emo still kind of exists. I'm not sure. But speaking of crossovers, yeah? there was some crossover DLC. Yes! It's going to. I didn't know where when we were going to get to that, but yes. I mean, look, I can't um, think of anything else to talk about. <laughs> There's, I could think of like at least two or three more things to talk about for Sonic Lost World. Um. Yeah. So there's DLC. There's three DLC, I believe. One of them is only through a bonus edition of the game. I don't even. Well, actually, hey, wait! None of this DLC is gonna matter because the Wii U store is closing by the end of the month. Woohoo! It's still and, the uh, DLC I... version, right? Well, not not the Nintendo DLC. Maybe the Knights DLC. There's one Knights DLC and then two Nintendo crossover DLCs. And oh, I'm yeah, sure. Right. I'm sure the modders of the PC version have put all the Nintendo content right back in the game. Like, that's, that's what they, that is what they do. But if you want to actually get the Wii U DLC, like, you have, like, ten days to do so. So, uh, buy Sonic Lost World right now! <laughs> do it! Before it's gone forever! But yeah, the first DLC was with the game, when the game came out. And you could get, like, a bonus edition. That's what I have. It's like the Deadly Six bonus edition of the game. And it would give you a DLC code for some Knights DLC, and I believe... It's not even, like, a Knights-themed level. If I remember it correctly, it was just a, like... It's like a boss rush of each of the Deadly Six members, but they're, like, teaming up with a Knights villain. Which, I mean, that's cute. But it's not really, like, cool new Knights content. It's just, oh, okay. 
I guess that's the dragon boss from Knights. Or whatever. And then they did one DLC, which is a crossover between Yoshi. Which is... They did, it was like a, like a 2D platforming level, and you know, you like collect eggs, and you're in Yoshi's Island, and you do Sonic things, and Yoshi's Island, and Yoshi's there. And then they had a, a Zelda uh, DLC, where it was more like this little open area, and you can run around, and it's Hyrule, and you collect rupees, and Sonic is wearing like a Link outfit, and it's kind of cute. Um, I'd say both the Nintendo DLCs have the same amount of depth to them as, like, a Mario Kart track, um, that, like, 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 you know the Zelda Mario Kart track, and now it's just like, oh, you're in Hyrule, and then you go into a castle, hey, look, Master Sword, wow, that's it! It's like the same, that, that, that level of depth, but, I don't know, it's, it's cute. Um, and then the other two things I guess I could say about the game are, there's like a lot of weird mechanics to it. Um, for some reason there's a homing attack, but also there's a homing kick, and both of those, both of those, like, functions have different buttons. Like, there's a, you, when you jump and you lock onto someone, you could either homing attack them or homing kick them, and some enemies can only be homing attacked, and some enemies can only be homing kicked. That's what the egg pawns are for, you can only kick the egg pawns, you can't homing attack them in this game. Um, kind of a pointless function, but, you know, sure, go off. And then the other thing is, like, there's, like, a lot of parkour mechanics. That's kind of one of the big selling points of it, is, like, you can run on walls or run up walls and do all these, like, wall jumping and wall riding, and it kind of works. Sometimes it works, sometimes it's a little jank, but, I mean, I like giving more things to Sonic's moveset, and I think they kind of use the same sensibilities um in Sonic Frontiers well with the kind of wall running and whatnot um from Lost World. I don't think it's taken directly from Lost World, but I think they kinda of took the idea of let's like, give Sonic parkour and they put it in an open world where it actually suits it better instead of the like you can very clearly tell where they want you to use the parkour because it'll just be like two really long stretches of wall with like a bottomless pit between them and you're like, how do I get across this? And then you just run across and do, like, the wall running. But, uh... The other thing that a lot of people like to clown on this game for is... There's a run button. Which... Sonic speed already isn't very that fast. So... You have to always just be holding down ZR... To keep Sonic running. And, yeah, that's kind of a dumb inclusion... I feel like it would have been better if it was the other way around, where if you were, you just, your regular speed is to run, and then you hold the button if you want to slow down for, like, certain platforms. But then I'm sure people would still clown on it anyways, because it'd be like, why is there a Sonic game with a slow down button? But, yeah. And then the last thing I can really mention about Sonic Lost World, before we've really exhausted everything about that game, is uh, the OST, the soundtrack is really, really darn good. It's surprisingly good. Yeah, no, it goes very hard. This, There's no, like, vocal theme. The main theme of the game is just this little orchestral, like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. It's kind of like, oh, wait, no, Unleashed had an, or they had a vocal theme at the end with Endless Possibilities. Sonic Lost World doesn't, there's no vocal songs in it at all. Um, which is a little weird for a mainline Sonic game. But 
the level music, it's all, I believe it's mostly or all done by Tomoya Otani. And yeah. it's like some of his best work. Hell yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely has like, like Billy Hatcher vibes. And Billy Hatcher's OST goes hard. Um, like Windy Hill's a good song. There's like this honeycomb level that you go down the song for That's a Banger. There's like these underwater like minecart sections. Um, well, they're not really minecart sections, but they're all on rails, so it just might as well be a minecart section. And the song that plays during that Sea Bottom Seg Segway, that song's a vibe, dude. And like the 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 beach level music's good, the ice level music is good, like all of the uh, the the level music, the level tracks for Sonic Lost World are really solid. I really like Tomoya Otani's work in that game, and definitely prefer that style of vibe to his Sonic music than the sort of like weird EDM techno-y vibes that he's been trying to do with Forces and Frontiers. I personally like his more, I guess, vibrant tracks, I guess, would be a good way to describe it. But the OST is very good. That's like one of the... It's, Sonic also will probably throw it in the same category as like Sonic Rush and Knuckles Chaotix as like the game, playing the game, eh, but the soundtrack is amazing! <laughs> you know, that kind of, uh, that kind of a deal. And yeah, no, the game's on Steam, so, like, if, if you, you might as well give it a shot if you like Sonic, you know? But, like, I guess there are better games to get if you like Sonic on PC. I don't even think there's that many mods for Sonic Lost World. Like, there's a handful of them, I think. But the only one that really comes, like, sticks off the top of my head is someone did a mod for Sonic Lost World that just replaces Sonic's model with Jimmy Neutron. And it's just Jimmy Lost World now. And that goes really hard. But other than that, I can't really uh, remember any large modding projects unlike something like uh, Sonic Generations where there's millions of mods or Adventure 1 but yeah yeah got I anything else to... I... yes I Generations on PC just for the mods but I haven't looked into it ever I'm not too certain on the like how to mod generations i did also buy it on pc for the mods but i bought it like a long time ago when i didn't even have a computer that could run it but now i do have a computer that could run it and i still haven't really looked at the mods i don't really know what the process is like for it i do know that you need to get a couple mods if you want the game to actually run well because i've heard that the pc port has a little bit of like performance problems that they never actually patched out so you need to get like a fan patch for it i've been playing uh, i've been playing generations now if i want to play it i uh i just play on the xbox because the xbox version has all these enhancements it runs under the highest resolution and uh it also like the fps boosted it so like 
If you want to just play vanilla Sonic Generations, just you put it in and it goes. I think the uh, the Xbox version on the latest Xbox is probably the best way to go. But the PC version, you can mod it to run just as good, if not better. And there's probably some way you can inject models or levels or whatnot because there's been there's a lot of mods for Sonic Generations. Yeah. Okay, well, hopefully we can get Norm back next episode, whatever that is. Um, It's gonna be soon. I mean, we just have to find a way to save Norm from Null Space. (laughs) We gotta gotta get him out. We gotta double boost. We gotta triple boost. We should do it. We should, like, have, like, a a thing. Like, I don't know if this would be, like, a... Like a Twitter banner or something, but we should have it where it's like each of our characters or whatever are in like the you know like the Sonic Heroes UI like in the top right corner of the screen where there's like what speed, power, and flight person in a little triangle. Put ourselves in that. Could be team, team, team inconsistent with recording. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we should probably do more with the uh, social media. I've been putting some tweets there, but, like, Norman's the only person to follow. <laughs> so no I way. also, well, I believe I also follow, yeah, I have no idea how to run, like, a brand Twitter account. I was just gonna post memes, but I haven't really thought of any funny Sonic-related memes. Yeah, yeah, I think mean, of. we could just use it as a meme account, like, just like I said, uh, I said in the group chat that I ran into this, like, Knuckles and Shadow shipping community. I'm like, yep, okay, Please, doing just... that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Right. Hell yeah. I probably, I'm not going to post anything not safe for work on there, but it's kind well, of obviously, like, uh, interacting yeah. with shippers. Uh, so yeah. yeah. Um, whenever that happens. and I mean, there's only the two of us here today, so we're probably not going to do a sign-off. <laughs> Like we don't. I mean, we gotta just get Norm out of Null Space. We gotta get Norm back. Norm, we need to. At some point, will we get him? Yeah. Pretty much. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, we can find a time where he's available, and then we can. We can do more things. All right. Well, yeah, I think I think it's more of like a. I think it's more like. Oh, sorry. I'll just go more unhinged with the, uh, <laughs> with the Twitter. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I feel like I am not an expert at sort of making a podcast and marketing it, but I have a I feeling that... But look, all of our Twitter names are in the bio, so, uh, yeah, it's Super Pilar Pod on Twitter. You can email us as well on uh, superpeelarpod at gmail. But I don't think anyone's done this. <laughs> Alright. I, mean, I, I think, I think like, I think what we need to just do is just keep doing things and just keep making stuff. And then eventually, maybe something will happen. But until then, we continue to talk about Sonic. If we run out of topics to talk about that are Sonic-related... Then I think, and we still haven't like made an audience. Then I think we'll need to worry, but we we're not we're not nearly near that point yet. Look, we're literally making this for free. We don't do ads. It's just like a funny haha thing. 
Yeah, well, I mean, like, just in terms of, like, getting people to follow us. Not necessarily, like, getting, becoming professional Twitch, wait, <laughs> podcast, <laughs> podcasters. Yeah, you can follow all of us from the Twitter, and you can follow the Twitter, and that's it. <laughs> follow Norm anyways, even if he isn't here. We follow Norm in spirit. We stand Norm. <laughs> we do. Norm stands. Uh, I was gonna make Rise a, up. I was going to make a Sonic Underground joke, but we kind of moved past that. <laughs> we made a vow that Norm will be found. <laughs> well, I was going to say, the podcast is underground, but yeah. Whatever. Yours is Alright. Alright. That is that that right that there's like three different good cold endings you could just do right there. Boomba. Boomba. Boomba.